Hey, Gundam Maniacs. Welcome to the Gundam Explained show for December 7th, 2023. I am your host, Adam Blue. And joining me as always, we've got Stephen from Midnight Hatter. Stephen, what's up, man? How's it going? I am, uh, I'm getting in the spirit, you know. I've got my lights up. I've got my little mini tree. I'm like, I'm feeling this holiday season. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, yesterday, uh, at work, like a, me- a meeting ended early, and I go into this optimized mode. It's like, okay, I have some time. What should I do? And it was putting up our Thanksgiving uh, stuff that we had around the house and then getting out the rest of the Christmas stuff, you know, in the house. Because I-, I-, I like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, like before before our show yesterday, I mean, I was putting up a couple more inflatables. I've got like a big Santa. I've got like an elf. Um, oh. And then, you know, repairing some of the lighting fixtures on the outside of my house. Uh, you know, homeowner struggles, right? Like, <laughs> and, and that's cool because I know how you've talked about like learning a lot about electricity through some of the customs, hobbying stuff you've been doing. And like, there are some light fixtures around my house that are broken. I haven't bothered messing with the 92. And part of it is learning that. And I, it's like, I need to learn that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it, once you realize like, okay, positive, negative grounding, like all that stuff kind of, it carries over from Gumpla to, you know, home electronics. Um, don't, this is not advice. Please don't anybody like just start tearing wires out of their walls. <laughs> um <laughs> I know it's a dangerous, but there's something fun about it. Like the yeah, the hobby part. Mm-hmm. And hey, Diggler's in the chat. Hey, what's up, Diggs? Um, but yeah, yesterday. Well, first I'll start with t- on today's show. Uh, I'm going to do some pulls in GBO2. We're going to talk about that Silver Phantom VR, and then talk about Gunpla that released this year and what we think about it. Um, but uh, yesterday on your show we had Seiji on, uh, which is cool. Links in the description. So afterwards, you guys want to check that out. Yeah, that um, was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, he, he, with our that Venn diagram of gaming and Gundam, he's like one of those main pillars of that that we can talk to, you know. Yeah, because you know, I think we're we're all fans of Gundam and gaming, and that's kind of like the niche that we that we sit within. But it's always nice to have people that have that kind of industry knowledge, where it's like, you know, maybe the reason that you're not seeing the game you want to play is because of X, Y, and Z. So yeah. it's, it's just really cool. And for me, it was a huge learning experience. So I hope yeah. that, uh, I hope that everyone got some good value out of that discussion. Yeah. The the main thing with me though, was like how, you know, since you see engage has been out, he's been making videos to kind of help people get into it, which, yeah super because you know with these mobile games a lot nowadays it's more about learning the mechanics behind the resource management and what you have to do to do something it's less of gameplay mechanics right and so sometimes when it's not about gameplay i just kind of check out but his videos kind of helped set sort of a grounding to how to approach doing everything and he's kind of right when he was saying or he is right when he's saying that the game kind of tells you how to do things which is true uh, which is true and there's even this little horror you can press at the top and then it says what should i do next and and that actually has helped me a lot so yeah that's pretty sweet i mean it's there was there's a lot more depth in that you know mobile game than you get from a lot of console releases <laughs> yeah and and it's and because they're not trying to hide what it's doing especially like with the event going on with Gibraltar and you get that new animation with the RX-78-2 and Amuro and Char and Hizaku-2 and the music. So awesome. Like, I was 
watching it a couple times yesterday and it just it looks great um yeah excellent job with that um let me ask you have you played uc engage at all or can you or? yeah i've definitely put can you yeah <laughs> wasn't there a time or another game that it wouldn't work on your phone yeah that so um i didn't get accepted to uh the g generation eternal oh, um closed beta is. because my phone is so old so yeah i mean it is funny like i've got you know this old phone that it looks like a brick because I have to keep a battery case on it just to keep it alive. It actually does run UC Engage, but it gets hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, even with mine. So that's a good point. Interesting. I could only yeah. imagine then. Um, oh, wait, what What phone do you have? Uh, it's an iPhone 6. It's impressive. Oh, yeah. I don't know many people that, like even me, I tell myself every year I'm not getting a new phone, and then I do. Although <laughs> it, this, I have a 22, so at least I've kind of kept uh the ultra yeah um but no i think that's cool it's like sometimes i don't want to be so locked in by my phone like oh having the latest one oh using it to check this and check that and it's like ugh. yeah and i think what i've learned over the years is my stubborn commitment to old technology has only benefited me because you know i know that a lot of people probably don't have the opportunity to play on original hardware when it comes to like the oh, ps2 yeah. and ps3 gundam games and it's like i've got the same ps2 that i've had since since i was in high school that's amazing and it runs <laughs> that that's amazing you know i brought it up before how i sold all my stuff sometimes i regret it sometimes i don't and and a lot of times i regret it when there's like this random game i never heard of that is on an old system and it's like oh i would actually buy it off ebay and then play it but i don't have yeah. my old systems anymore and then i go to see how much old systems are and sometimes it's tough like i think the ps3 it took me a while before i was like okay i found a good deal you know um yeah i, I was gonna give you uh, a ps3 Oh, yeah, I remember that. A little, little inside baseball. You guys probably don't know this, but I was going to give Adam uh, a PS3. It was my wife's old one from college. And uh, when I went to fire it up to, like, move all of her data over to my PS3, um, the battery supply on it was just uh, dead. Yeah. Which is apparently a, a that's a common issue with the PS3 Slims, I've heard, is that the, the, the battery just the... dies on them. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I guess with older systems, you just never know when they're going to fail, but... Man, yeah, that, that's a whole whole other topic, you know, when it comes to <laughs> that stuff. Because yeah, uh, I'm always thinking about making sure I have access to older games. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a big, big deal. Yeah. So speaking of games, real quick, I'm going to do some uh, roles in GBO2. So let's see, we've got this, you let's know, go for it. Yeah, the free one. I think there's a couple. And if you didn't notice, I'm all festive. I put on all the Santa stuff that I've acquired in GBO2. <laughs> Again, we were talking about being festive and decorating. Yeah. And game. All right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think they're not got bad. It, so, okay. And that's the thing. I have most um, already. So, yeah. Okay. Let's see what, what this could be. And to be honest, I was actually surprised. I, I had to do like a double take. I was like, wait a second. The Silver Bullet Suppressor hasn't already been released in GBO2, but. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I get this wrong a lot, but I know there's other versions of it. Right. It, the one from. 
unicorn, right? Isn't that well? So there's that. Yeah, that would be the silver bullet, the yeah. one that um, Vist's right hand man yeah. pilots. It, I always forget his name. It's like Chan guy. or something. Is it Chan? I don't know. I could be making. That I'm sure up. it's monosyllabic. Monosyllabic. Oh <laughs> wow! Like what a word. Yeah. Probably. Um, okay. Got a lot of rifles. Okay. Uh, hey, that's a fun one to play with. I'm actually surprised you didn't already have a Kibale. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Hey, Even and that. Maybe, maybe, okay, yeah, I guess oh. I didn't have that either. That's weird. Or maybe it's a certain uh, level. I was going to say, there's a three-star. Yeah. That was a three-star Zeta. I know that the one-star you can buy in the... Oh, okay. All right. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Not bad, not bad. That that's actually really cool, but I already have it. It's actually a pretty fun uh, support. Okay, so yeah, I didn't have the three star Cubelay at seven hundred or the Zeta. Okay, so that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that, those that, are good picks. Those are yeah. All right, you so know, then, if only there were more seven hundred rooms. You know, it's like know. it's very rare that you get you know the the high rank room or high. I don't want to say uh, rank because yeah, you know, but high cost rooms. Yeah, especially space because that's. Like high in space feels like I'm watching Zeta. You know? Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, okay. You get guns. That's great. Okay. I guess I already had that, but I don't. <laughs> I, yeah. Did not even uh, remember. It's like kids with trading cards. Have it. Have it. Need it. Oh. That's cool. That's pretty sweet looking. Yeah, from Katana. Yeah, I'm going to have to mess around with that. I like the Katana looking uh, blades. Oh, yeah. You didn't read the uh, Katana manga, right? No, no. Is it? Have you? No. Oh, I'll have to get to that. Okay. What do you have there? Okay. That's neat. Yeah, when it's a truck, you know it's a, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. a piece of apparel. <laughs> Okay, well, this is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> Striker Custom. I want to say Talos is a big Striker Custom stand. Or Striker. I, I, I mean, he's just a GM stand in general. Like, yeah. You know, if he's there's a, a GM Custom. Yeah. <laughs> Gundam Universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, okay, that was pretty cool. I, I Actually, I'm pretty happy with how well that turned out. Um yeah, I mean, I don't always expect you know, to get whatever is on the banner, but that's. Yeah, that's well, cool. I mean, it's just after that one time you you did the polls on stream and you got the the oh, hazel and that that was like, uh, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of GBO two, so here's something else that I hope is useful for people because sometimes I come across things in the world and I'm like, wow, does everyone know about this? So. <laughs> The thing with GBO2 and Wi-Fi is normally if you're on Wi-Fi, you're going to have a bad time. It's going to be hard to find a match. The, the, the game is really sensitive to good network, right? Yes. So I had moved my PS5 in the living room because for some reason I'd prefer to have my consoles in the living room and my office have the gaming stuff. But when I want to play uh, PS Remote, I don't like the lag that's introduced by doing it wirelessly. And uh, the situation battles are back like I guess they took a a break this week and then they come back. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, double O um eighty is this one. Cyclops team. 
Um, that's so, so cool. That's cool. But um, when I was trying to play a match in my living room with the Wi-Fi, I bought a new wireless mesh system, and I had one of the hubs right next to the PS5. It it just the network it wanted it just was too slow. And I was like, man, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So I was like looking into those things, you know, like the where you can hook up your internet to your power line. And then at another power area, you can. So I was reading into it and people were generally saying it's not that great. It's really only if you just need some sort of connection, but it won't necessarily give you, you know, your full connection. So then researching more, I heard about this thing called Mocha. I don't know if that sounds familiar. I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. So basically what you do is you plug an adapter up to your coax where the cable would go and it shares the internet throughout the entire house, wherever a coax cable is. And it's the full gigabit. Like that's what this device does. And so now, yeah. And I feel like most people, especially if you're in the U S there's always coax cables, like in everything, because it delivers not only cable TV, but cable internet. Yeah. And so um, I, I think people need to like get on this. You go just Amazon type in Mocha and you know, the thing I bought cost a hundred, but it was with two devices. One that's near my modem. So the modem plugs into it and the coax plugs into it. And then the other device went into the living room. But so it's about 50 for each thing. And I know that's kind of pricey in a way, but that's still uh, amazing because you well, can get full internet. Yeah. I was going to say, if you think about it in terms of like, you know, GBO2 being a free to play, you know, live service game. You're not paying $50, $60 for the game, so you might as well pay $50 for a device that's going to Again, allow you to get, get the best experience playing it, right? That's a good way to look at it. And yeah. because even if it's not GBO2, anytime you're trying to download something, a patch, an update, you know, Call of Duty is like 100 gigs, you know, it's good to know that you can have things wired in places. Yeah. Um, so... I, I just want to throw that out there for everyone because right now, the you know, the, the servers are tuned to Japan because that's where the majority of the players are. It works really well that way. It's low cost. But to uh, around the world, it makes it a little harder. So it's like if you're on wireless, try to be wired when you can. And so just the fact that I discovered that has changed everything. Um, yeah. So throwing that out there, anyone with coax. And uh, do you have like cable lines throughout your house? Yeah. So I guess I, I'm sort of fortunate in that regard because the modem is kind of like the router is right next to a TV and, you know, all of the systems are hardwired into it. And then I actually, I ran 150 foot of ethernet cable to like through the ceiling and down to my computer. Um, You already have it. You already have your stuff situated then. Yeah, that was that was something I was very uh, cognizant of because I was like, look, you know, I'm a gamer. I stream. I, yeah. I need to make sure that I've always got a solid Internet connection. So, OK, that's cool. Yeah, we, we don't risk Wi-Fi around here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm uh, yeah, I'm done with Wi-Fi. I, and I think I think the the needs of downloading data from the Internet has exceeded the technology of wireless even i have this wi-fi 6 that's a new thing now even though that's great and has high speeds it's still not as stable at the end of the day as you know being wired in um agreed yeah um okay so want to ask anything gundam related you got into this past week 
Um, well, I've got a couple of um, super secret projects in the works. Um, I just had something come off the 3D printer this morning, and the second part of it is actually on the printer as I speak. Uh, there's going to be a video associated with that coming out. And then there's another project that maybe, um, you know, people on the Patreon are familiar with. But, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully we'll be dropping a video tomorrow with, uh, you know, I think you guys will enjoy it. It'll it, awesome. it's, it's a short one, but it's something it's a more of a passion project, not anything related to you know, normal content schedule. No, that's cool. That's cool. I guess your creative juices have been flowing. And yeah, sometimes we want to make those little things that, um, you know, aren't necessarily in line with a specific content type, but just like expressing, expressing what we like about. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, what about you? Now, um, well, I've been working on um, the uh, uh, Gune Gus's uh, Yakdoga that- Awesome goose sent to me so i'm almost done with it actually the legs are done too they're right here i it's actually a lot cooler than i thought and i think for the colors this has to me you know right off the bat goofy kind of colors but yeah i think with the real type decals and the panel lining i think it will actually look really good um so yeah the yeah. Gune colors on the yakdoga are very regal they they look kind of like um you know if if dozel had survived the one year war yeah with he would have something gold. that looks like the gna yeah. doga yeah no that's uh, yeah that's a good point um and i like that again that i'll always say this sometimes you might not be into a mobile suit but when you build it you then appreciate it more i think that's definitely cool part of it. um i'm trying to think was there anything else anything else i got into i I think that's about it. Um, yeah, so let's let's move uh, on to this next topic, and that is uh, Gumpla has come out in 2023. So I found this article and I linked it below, and basically it's someone that their name is Kristen. Uh, I guess they published this in April, but they've been updating it as new kits have been coming out. There might be a better source for this. I just happened to come across. This. I mean, this is this is a great and pretty comprehensive resource, honestly, and I, I appreciate the way that Kristen organized it too. you know, in like scales and things like that. So it's like if you want to look at just the high grades, you can go to that section. But I mean, we were really spoiled for kits this year, and I never realized it until I looked at this list. Yeah, you know, th that's a good point, too, because when I was getting into Gumpla, I was mainly the kits I want weren't like new releases coming out. They were older mm -hmm. ones. The only one that was kind of a newer release around the time I was really getting into it was the real grade new. Uh, yes. Which, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Um, and what's cool is on their main screenshot they're using here to, for this article is the master grade Zeta, which we both have built. And maybe yep. we'll talk about our thoughts when we get to that. And then the Epion, which I have, and I cannot wait I was gonna say both both of us uh received one courtesy of yeah. uh Zionic Shadow. So shout exactly. out to Zionic Shadow, appreciate it. Um yeah, I do think that this particular photo is a little misleading because it makes you think that it was a master grade yeah. Epion. I know. <laughs> Which would be sick, especially at the design this looks like. Because to me, again, I'm not necessarily into the AU stuff as much, but like that design is just badass, especially on the box, the real grade when it shows the different transforming modes it has it's like 
to me, this is just awesome plastic, articulated plastic, I should oh, say. Oh, yeah. You know, just in general. And they added some some interesting features to that uh, to that real great Epion that were not in the show, like the, the dual-headed dragon feet oh. in, in when it's in mobile armor mode, it can, like, actually open the dragon's mouths. Um, that was not something that... <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> that don't remember, they... but that... Yeah, I only watched it once, and... It was a weird fever dream like experience, but <laughs> and you're like never again. <laughs> no, you know what? It's weird because lately when I've been seeing wing stuff, like it comes back to me like when it does the what do you call it? The the title cards or whatever, where it has the name of the episode and it shows like the wing and it has the music and it kind of like sets the the atmosphere to have this like pretty campy, cool. cheesy but serious. Like I'm starting to understand the uniqueness of Wing that makes it kind of like a warm watch. You know, you can watch it and feel it's good. It's very melodramatic. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's go down here. So this first one here is the, the MGSD Freedom Gundam. So it's like the first like Master Grade SD style. Yeah. I always thought this looked cool and think and thought it would be a fun build. Um, but, uh, when I was at Bandai, actually, they had one on display and it was way smaller than I thought. Really? For some reason, not, yeah. For some reason I was thinking it'd be a little bigger, but it was kind of small. Still looked cool though. So interesting. Yeah. I mean, I remember when the master grade SD line was announced and everyone was kind of skeptical about it. And I, I think that there still probably is some of that skepticism, but, you know, I think that if you're going to make a master grade SD, it should be kind of larger than one one hundredth scale, even though SD yeah. doesn't really have scales, <laughs> so yeah. to speak. So, yeah. Oh, um, and, hey. yeah, yeah. Classic quarter game. Th thanks for the uh, $10 super chat. So let's see. There had been uh, so many picks of turn a Gundam poking around. Never seen before fan made uh, or companies of a new model. Me, myself, double X is my fave as GM Sniper 2, my faves always. Happy holidays, you both. Okay, I didn't get hey. that exactly. Happy holidays. Yeah, but happy holidays. Thank you for the $10. So let's look at this. So um, so you got yourself, oh, you're, the double X is your favorite. So that, the double X, that's from yeah. After War? Yeah. Okay, that would be a cool I mean, one to eventually the, the get. satellite there. cannons are just so freaking yeah. cool. Which seemed to be what was kind of, I don't know if it was done purposely or just coincidentally in uh, Witch for Mercury. The, the design of the Caliborn kind of had that going yeah. on. Yeah. And then. We'll nod to it. Yeah. And then GM Sniper 2, which, yeah, because isn't it the GM Sniper 2, that body that kind of led to the Pale Rider stuff? I think so. If well, it I wasn't the, if it wasn't that, it was, it would have been the GM Command, but the GM Command and the Sniper 2, that's oh, like part of the same, right. Yeah. Part of the same lineage. Yeah. No, those are good ones. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, Classic Quarter is a it has been commenting since I started. Like I was gonna say, yeah. yeah cheers to one of the OGs who's yeah. been around. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So anyway, yeah. Um, SD stuff. I, I might one day get a Master Grade, depending on what it is. Um, okay. SDW Hero Superior Strike Freedom. Dragon, that's not really my thing. Looks neat, but yeah, that's thoughts? a little bit different. The yeah. uh, the heroes line. Okay, and another one 
Uh, oh, so they did it for the 93FF new Gundam. Uh, looks pretty cool. Again, not really my thing. And then SDCS Banshee. Okay. Now the CS, the, the cross silhouette line, slightly different than the standard SDs because you get the two different frames, or at least they're compatible with two oh, different frames. Right. They have like the traditional SD, which is a little shorter, chunkier, and then they have the cross silhouette frame, which is a little bit taller and has some articulation. So to me, and, and I've talked about this before, where it's like um, Gundam Battle Alliance has almost that cross silhouette yeah proportion it's not full sd like you know two little stumpy feet yeah <laughs> running along yeah it, it's got some yeah no i yeah i know what you mean and yeah that's something we've talked about where i've come around to that a bit um like even the way this looks this uh tornado which is from yeah the g generation yeah. uh games and that actually looks pretty cool the yeah i love the colors pretty... on that yeah yeah all right. Um, okay, so this is saying entry grade. There have been none announced so far, but I know there was for the um, Metaverse, wasn't yeah. it? The, the La Gundam. La Gundam, okay. Mm -hmm. So, And I don't know, do, are those coming out in 23, though? I don't think so. Yeah, it's like um, the beginning of next year or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think the pre-orders are coming, oh, you know. They've just announced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, Barry BB is saying they are out now. Oh, okay. I'd like to get that. Um, what was the name of the giant one with the psycho? Gundam oh, Arctic yeah. Uh, was it Astraea? Chimera. Or I think Astraea was the Gundam that then went into it and became the Chimera, maybe. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, and speaking of that, yeah, another one that got released this year is the... the High grade uh, to Neo Zeong narrative version. Yeah, it was released several times, in fact. Yeah, which, which is crazy because I saw someone that had bought two and like the box is gigantic. It's and crazy. So like I could only imagine like why they had to do kind of like the three waves to be like, okay, this is going to be expensive to make. Is everyone going to buy it? And then yes, okay, we'll do another wave and... I would love something like that, but I don't think there's room. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to like, I don't know, tell my daughter to move out. <laughs> yeah, take the place. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see what else. Okay, high grade Veyette Souvent and Mercurius Souvent. I don't even know what that is. So I think that those are manga exclusive versions of oh, the man. Mercurius and V8, um, which honestly, I think that the color schemes on these are way cooler than the, the anime color schemes of the uh, Mercurius and V8. Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar with these, but it says wing. So yeah, um, okay. they are after colony, yeah. um, but not a bad deal. Like 60 bucks for a two pack. Um, yeah. Unique looking. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. Oh, here we go. The rose. This one is pretty sick. Like, even though to me it's kind of a goofy concept, it just looks good. The colors look good. Yeah, it, it pops off the box for sure. It you know with the Maxter also it makes me think: Are they really going to go through all of G Gundam? 
I mean, that. I mean, the, the, I was not a huge G Gundam fan, so I mean, it'd be cool if they do. Um, I might matter. get a Dark Gundam or Devil Gundam if they. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they, that would be sick. Do that, but yeah. All right, and then we have this uh, Wound Wart TR6 custom AOZ reboot version. That's a lot of words there, but <laughs> we got a lot of AOZ reboot stuff this year. Yeah, um, and the Wound Wart is always kind of a goofy looking um yeah option like modular you know because yeah. it like has all this it's got stuff. like the mac knife legs the little spindly yeah. dancer legs yeah and so i have the robot spirits version and i got the add-on option parts which it's pretty cool um i just wish it had the same um v-fin because that wound war v-fin on this is is pretty cool um yeah yeah okay here's one which i think you got one of Yes. Um, so I did not get the Egba type, but yeah. yeah, there was a lot of kits that came out for the Doan's Island um, OVA. Yeah. So I picked up the Gundam, just the origin type that was the version from uh, Kukuru's Doan's Island. And then I also got the Selma custom high mobility surface type, cool. which, you know, anyone who says that GBO2 doesn't is running out of ideas. I think that they they should add the surface type and the origin GMs. Next and if we were to look at the the leaks, I think they have things planned out for a year, another year <laughs> anyway. But you're right; like this, it's like they could come out with all of these, and they would be like different uh, types, basically based on the weapons, yeah. the skills. Because um, you'd have the uh, I forget what the sniper's name was, but there was the sniper yeah. in that unit. He could be a support. You know, uh, Egbo would probably be a raid. Um, Selma would probably be a general. Yeah, no, that that's cool. Yeah, and, and also like considering yeah how they use their different moves and all that to incorporate. Um, Could you imagine if they incorporated that skating style of uh, yeah of transport where, around the map too? Like <laughs> yeah, where it gives that look because th they do have the ones that kind of scoot around but yeah the skate around would look pretty sick the animation yeah. of it yeah that is that is pretty cool um and then yeah this the gm slager law custom which yeah. yeah i i got that one and i think it is amazing um it's um you know it, it here here's what's interesting though and i don't so the the main difference with this style of gm is I mean, one part could be the color of the shoulders, you know, but mm -hmm. it's the mouthpiece, how it has kind of like this extra protrusion. Yeah, like you know? a chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. And But when I was playing UC Engage, maybe it was the specific event I'm doing, but the GMs had that look. Um, Interesting. So, so I wonder if they're kind of retconning all future GMs to look that way, or it's just they were that event I was doing really was supposed to be specific to origin or it's like, I wonder if they are just anything in the future that is based on the Amaro Shar saga. They do in origin style. You know what I mean? Possibly. I mean, there's a, there's a difference even in the design of the GM face between the origin manga and the origin animation. So like in the origin manga, that, that chin piece kind of comes out to a flared point a little bit more like a like a samurai mask or something like that oh yeah 
whereas you know the the model kits and the anime kind of have it flattened against the against that faceplate um so i mean there's a lot of different designs you know kind of floating about for that gm head yeah and and talos is saying it seems they are type a gms so okay Mm. so that reminds me of like what they did in 0080 they came out with a redesigned gm and then later they were like well no these are the kai so it's like right so i'm i'm down with that if they you know are introducing that way but they have like a specific name to it so it like fits in um okay next up is the uh aerial uh permit score six which i got the kit but not with this permit score and i think the kit is cool it's a cool design but i think with all of the options it was it got to the point where i just kind of just forgot about it like it's just too much <laughs> to it and it's like yeah i mean i could have it at this and this and eh, it's like ah whatever and i just kind of fell off um have you been getting any witch mercury kits no i mean i've had a uh i've had ghouls delanza sitting in my cart on new type for <laughs> <laughs> for about four and a half months but i uh, just still haven't pulled the trigger oh um, well, that's cool yeah it'd be interesting because i think as much as i say and only talk about uc i feel like you really are the kind of the same way too but you don't yeah. express it as much yeah no that's you know i i think that because i i only made it through you know, maybe five or six episodes of which before I was like, eh, this really isn't for me. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, but design wise, I was like the, the Delonza was really cool to me. And the Demi trainer was cool. The, yeah. the aerial, I don't know. The only thing that was really kind of interesting to me about it was that like the permit score design that, that, yeah. you know, would appear on the, the breastplate. And I've seen some amazing custom work online. The people that have, you know, wired up LEDs oh, to that. Yeah um so there's some cool stuff to do with and i think that that's probably the most for me whenever a new gundam series comes out that like you know that that doesn't resonate with me i can always appreciate the kits that come out and then the customs that people make with those kits because i don't think that anyone would have considered doing that style of like color changing leds without having seen it in the anime first and having the platform so to speak to do it so um it's one of those things that i talk about it a lot you know how sometimes the media we consume teaches us how to play with our toys oh yeah so you know witch from mercury incorporate like introduce these new ideas that then make the gumpla hobby more exciting because people are inspired by that so no that yeah those are good points um and i and that's something like with the aerial, I have the robot spirits and the original uh, high grade release. To me, it, it looks best when the shield is attached to its different spots, you know, instead yeah. of holding it, even though I think it's a cool looking shield. But I, I also love the uh, the effect parts to allow the, the bits to fly around. Like, yeah. and, and it's interesting because even though this is the first Gundam series to come out, when I got into Gundam, I like this main design more than I like the look of the Exia or the look of the Barbatos. Like, wow. those are cool, but this one sticks out. I think because it still has a lot of the more classic Gundam-y look. Yeah, you've got that Top yeah. Gear. <laughs> this is brilliant. 
but I prefer this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Even um, though, like, Double O is, like, my second favorite a- after UC. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, yeah, after Universal Century, my, the AU I like the most after that is Double O. It just... Even though I like See Destiny a whole lot because it's like a schlocky Zeta, you know, it's yeah, just yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so there's this high grade full armor Gundam, which I thought would have already been out, to be honest. <laughs> um, this one looks a lot better articulated than some of the previous full armor kits that we've seen. You know, oh, so like, it's, it's probably like an updated. Yeah, I mean, th- there's no way an older kit would be able to strike that pose. That is... Okay. That's cool. And maybe, yeah, that's what they're trying to show off with that. Um, and then the Psycho Doga, which this actually looks great. Yeah, that's awesome looking. I love that shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's And I like the colors, too, because that looks m- more grounded, you know? Um, yeah. That, and that's a high grade, huh? Yeah, that... Okay, and then, okay, here's where we're going to get into a bunch of Witch for Mercury, which, again, these look really cool, honestly. They're not Gundam-y-like, you know, in terms of what I like from Gundam. Right, right. So we're, like, these are really cool grunt-like suits. Um Yeah, the Zowert, uh, it kind of reminds me of um that one suit from IBO. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I'd be able to pronounce it correctly, uh, even if I tried. But it's one of um, one of the turbines suits. Oh, I'm sure someone in the chat knows which one I'm talking about. Yeah, let's see if. Uh, um, and then yeah, some more. Which for Mercury? I mean, these are cool. Demi Barding, the Schwartzette. Um. Yeah, one thing that disappointed me about some of these Witch for Mercury kits is that the proportions in the anime actually look so much better than the kit themselves. Like, they're a little chunkier. They yeah. they have a little bit more body to them. I think that that's probably what's what's thrown me off about, like, the aerial in particular, is that the, the aerial kits are very skinny and slender, whereas the aerial in the anime is kind of thick. Yeah, it, it is strange because I even did a comparison video where I took the aerial from the high grade line, aerial from the robot spirit line, and even compared those. And both of those are completely different from each other. Like, <laughs> and it's small things. It's like the proportion of the neck to the head or the chin to the eyes. Like it's these little things that from a glance you wouldn't notice. But if you look closer, you're like, wait a minute, these are different designs. Um, yeah. and, and it reminds me of like the, is it? Charles Zagok, the high grade version versus robot spirits. Like the high grade looks like just an interpretation. Yeah. And the, the robot <laughs> spirits is, you know, very anime. But so it's it's always interesting. Like when they're making a kit, the baseline is it where we're interpreting the anime, interpreting what the concept design was, you know. Exactly. That would man, if there was a like, you know, obviously Gumpla are made by the Japanese designed by the Japanese. If there was an English speaker with that level of knowledge on what goes into the designs, I would love to interview and be like, how do you yeah. think of how you design it? What do you think of articulation? Do you sometimes, depending on the kit, go one way or another? Because sometimes I'm like, why, why is the wrist different on this than this, even though they're kind of similar, you know, suits? Yeah. Oh, what is this? Um, hold on. I can't read the whole thing there. Mouse Messiah gifted uh, one Gundam Explained membership. How Hey, awesome. cheers. Thank you, Mouse Messiah. 
Yeah, so if you're a member, you'll get access, you know, to my behind the scenes videos, which I did one on how I retransformed this office. And then um, the UC timeline video I had the other day, there's, you know, it's there's not much to it, but I uh, have that document available to supporters and stuff. So if anyone is needing access to that and doesn't know how, let me know. Um, Sweet. Okay. But yes, I agree with you uh, bringing it back around that interviewing somebody that has intimate knowledge of the production process of some of this stuff, um, you know, it would be interesting to me as someone who does like 3D modeling and has done the, the printing and trying to create my own parts that fit with kits. I'm like, you know, what's the what's the methodology behind selecting one type of joint to another, like you yeah. said, or um and I'm sure that they have like basically a toolbox, right? You know, it's like, here are the seven different polycap joints that you can use. And, you know, you can kind of plug and play and experiment with which ones yeah. best suit your needs. Because, yeah, even when they're putting that together, then they have to create sort of that template that then goes to manufacturing. Um, and so I, I wonder if they're considering that, like when it comes to manufacturing, you know, uh, the concessions they have to make. And then, um, okay, this this one that says it's the gun Volva, is that is that correct? This uh, the gray Gundam uh, from which Mercury that was like it the AI controlled. I think that was the name. Yeah, yeah I don't gun think yeah, you got that far right in the in the show. When that no, showed. I didn't get that far in the show, but I do remember when when this kit was announced when we talked about it on the show. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean that it, it looks cool if a Gundam had a grunt army like you yeah. know that that would look like and that's a very grounded um colorway as yeah. well you know similar to that psycho doga that i could imagine you know an actual military painting their their mechs okay. in that color scheme well okay colorway you said so the first time i ever heard the term colorway used was by you oh really <laughs> and now i hear it all the time all the time <laughs> Like anytime I'm watching something where they're talking about something that has different colors, they're like, oh, here's this colorway, like for controllers, Gumpla. Um, I, I would say color scheme, but that's funny. I guess uh, yeah. for me, I think it's a holdover from when I sold sneakers. That was always like, you know, oh. it, like every shoe would come out in like five or six different colorways. And it was that was how we referred to them because you couldn't say that it came out in a specific color because the color you know it was red and blue or blue and yellow or lime and blue so it was like oh, you had to have a different cool. term for the color pattern that was ah that. okay that makes sense then i can see that um okay and then here's the high grade gun cannon cuckoo's Doan's island version which i got in north carolina when we all met up yeah uh, which was a lot of fun um uh yeah with sway and rogue um and yeah, that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, it, I haven't built it yet, unfortunately, which I, I need to get to soon. I it's just, I think, I think I'm going to go with the um, Epion first though, before I build this, I'm really excited <laughs> about the Epion to be honest. That's fair. Well, and this was one of the few Cuckoo's Doan's Island kits that was a mass release because yeah. Doan Zaku, all of the, um, Southern Cross Team Zaku's and the RX-78 were all P-Bandai. Yeah, yeah, that, which is interesting uh, that they picked this to be the, I don't know. 
Oh, but Johnny Tacoma, SR5, welcome to White Base hey. Crew. Awesome. Yeah, welcome I got exclusive board. Discord channel. If you need any help with that, just reach out to me. Um, okay, and along with that from Cuckoo's Doan's Island is Cuckoo's Doan Zaku, which is cool. I, I just didn't pick it up, but to be honest, it's awesome. I, I like, you know, what they're doing with it, you know. Um, yeah, I kind of wish that it had not come pre-weathered. Um, it's like well, I would have rather it come, you know, just long snoot Zaku <laughs> that I can, you know, if I if I want to do the battle damage, I'd rather do the battle damage myself than have the pre-battle damaged kit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be a fun part of the activity, actually, is where, like, what if they had some sort of guide for recreating the battle damage and you do it yourself but you know and then that allows you to if you wanted to like expand on that i don't know you know um, that's pretty cool yeah all right and then yeah here's that uh high grade that you said you grabbed now did you uh there are 72 did you grab the or origin release also from before no okay so I, as i understand it this is virtually the same kit as the standard origin release ah, um okay. But I would have bought this one anyway for the box art alone. Yeah. Because yeah. the box art for the for the Zaku and the Gundam are like movie posters. Yeah. Like they're so, they're gorgeous. No, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to grab that. You know, and that reminds me. So this weekend I'll be at Anime Frontier in Fort Worth. There's gonna be the Gundam base. So I'm gonna be looking out for some exclusive uh, stuff to grab now are you going to try and stream from the event or just you know do like a post-mortem afterwards that's a good question i think i will record a bunch of stuff but i was thinking if there would be something cool to do oh can i skip this ad yeah uh <laughs> something i could do uh while i'm there at the gundam base yeah that might be like a live like hey show us what you got or something i don't, I don't know that's a good point if I do that, I'll let people know because it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I don't know exactly. I'm going to go Friday for sure, but I don't know if I'll go back Saturday and Sunday. Cool. Um. All right. And then this high-grade GM rock and front type, which looks sick. Yeah. I, I guess, was this, uh, yeah, P Bandai? This is eBay. Check latest prices. Oh, that's not much. Oh, is it still pretty reasonable despite yeah. being? Yeah. Yeah, about 50 or something. So 50 to 60 to 70. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, because it was a P Bandai, and I'm assuming it sold out, like the pre-order. Probably yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but easy to get on eBay. But I mean, it was 25 bucks at release. So I mean, it's one of those it's things true. where I know, you know, people bemoan P Bandai releases because they're expensive, but it's like, they're not always expensive. They, you know, sometimes they are right in line with what you would expect to pay for a regular high grade. Um, you just have to get in on it when they're released. And um, yeah, and I don't mind if I'm paying that for something that I can't get anymore. You know, like fifty to sixty yeah. for an exclusive. It's not bad. Agreed. Um, okay, so this was neat because I felt like I could spend a year's salary on just all the different <laughs> AOZ stuff. So I just didn't go for it. But like this Aqua Humbrabi looks badass. Yeah. And it came out in both like the Titans colors and uh, the Rezeon colors, which was, which was cool. I know that's just, that's just so much. I mean, 
I guess at the time, like if you were to look at the price, oh, 36 not bad, but at the time when everything that was available to pre-order, that was just like, oh, that was just so much, you know? I, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, the uh, summer was, was they were hitting us pretty hard over the summer with, <laughs> with releases on P-Bandai. Yeah, you know what? When I was in California, I met up with Ian and Tom. Tom bought a bunch of the cost signature robot spirits and he had the Barzan. And it looked way more than I think I'm familiar with, like a Mark II. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is an excellent design. But I didn't notice that before, that it was based on the Mark II or something like that. Um, yeah. But it looked different uh, here. It's got that same... Um... That same GM Quell, yeah, um, yeah, that's a good way sort to put of it. design philosophy yeah. where it's compatible with Mark II parts. So yeah, um, okay, um, and then yeah, oh, Titans Barzim, which looks cool, um, and then the high grade Jestas, which I have one thanks to Santo Bell, but um, uh, there's some other types that have come out, and I don't know, you know, I guess. Yeah, it's as seen in NT or narrative, but then GBO2 obviously then gets like all those variants. Um, right. Yeah, type uh, Team A. All right, and here's the DJ narrative version, which looks cool. Yeah, it's a lot less goofy colors than the Zeta version. And you're never going to hear me say that I prefer a, <laughs> a yeah. version that wasn't in Zeta. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I if, if Amro had this version of the DJ, that's... Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it it's like the DJ is cool, but it is kind of goofy. It, yeah. Like from Zeta, because teal. teal, yeah, with everything going on. Um, And then Jagan Type D, which looks awesome. Yeah, I always love the, uh, you know, these, the rifles and the weaponry that comes with some of these grunt suits because they look very, you know, tactical, you know, yeah. when when you have like a Gundam, typically they have like a long beam rifle or something like that. But these little like short bullpup rifles and things like that are really cool. Yeah, I think it lends to even what I like about like when I would buy action figures, you know, like why I like Halo because you get these like machine like tactical soldiers or whatever, you know, and just like the GI Joes back in the day, they'd come with all these weapons and then I'd, you know, plug in the backpack and have them hold. And it's like cool to, to do that. Yeah, agreed. So this is one that recently I was looking at and I think there was a, not the sword impulse specifically, or maybe it was, but like that it's a real grade, just a real great impulse looks nice. I think it, it it almost seems you see, except the way it uh, you can pose it and its action is like way over the top, you know, but it yeah. still has a really cool grounded Gundam look. Um, oh, another one. So the, I think this is actually a typo because it's the Destiny Impulse. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. Because down here it does say Destiny Impulse. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. I mean, I love the the maroon color scheme on it it's yeah. got the same same swords as the sword impulse um but yeah. yeah i think if you were to take the wings off that would look something you know something more akin to what you and i would call a gundam yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely and speaking of wings we got this uh epion which yeah again shout out to zionic shadow can't wait to build it this is a very unique and more like monster action figure -y type thing you know um, yeah, 
yeah i can't wait in every scene of the epion in in the in the show was like menacing they always had dramatic music playing and yeah yeah that would be a cool one and then yes sinanju but metallic gloss injection i don't know about you but i i don't really care to get kits that have like some special uh material look to it no yeah i'm not i'm agreed i don't like special coating versions or like the transparent versions yeah. generally speaking uh in fact that was one of the things that held me back from getting the uh the grips war three pack the gundam base limited one that has the zeta the mark ii oh, and yeah. the yakushiki is they have that like special gloss coat on them that's mm. kind of ruins it for me like i feel like a metallic coating can work depending on what the suit is but yeah it's especially sometimes it, it's, it when it comes to gumpla usually people like to customize them themselves anyway so you could get a clear one and then just make it whatever um yeah it's interesting it and maybe that's that, what, oh go ahead well yeah i don't know if, and maybe that's kind of their their thing it's like we'll release one that's a different color for maybe people that are into that but then also for the people that are going to customize them anyway it's going to be another release yeah, and that, that's what I've always loved about the Ecopla line, and I hope that they continue doing that, is taking the recycled runners, boiling them down, and making the Ecopla, because those all come out as just black plastic, because once you mix all those different colored plastics together and melt them down, the only color you're going to get is just flat black, yeah. which is cool, because A, you know, you're recycling runners, and, you know, it's good for the environment, B, if you're going to paint the kit anyway, then it doesn't matter if it's all black yeah and then you know see you usually get it a little, little cheaper than you would for at least when i when i price checked the ecopla goof it was cheaper than the high grade goof so that's cool that's cool i would i would be down for that yeah all right and then we get both you know the and these are real grades the uh, sazabi and new gundam ff versions which it's crazy to think that that came out this year. It, yeah. it feels like a lifetime ago that the that the new Gundam came out. Yeah, I wonder if maybe the statue itself was what came out maybe previously, and then they finally got the kit out. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting because I don't care about these as much, but there is, like, lore to them where, you know, they were able to get the original ones and then just, like, fix them up or something. But I don't know. Maybe because they're not in any stories that directly tie into the Shar and Amaro saga that I just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. There's something kind of blasphemous about somebody other than Amaro in the new Gundam and someone other than Shar in the Zazabi, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, it is a little weird. It's that Harry Potter meme, you know, how dare oh, you stand yeah. where he stood. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And then you had this, uh, real grade uh phoenix which would have been do a, you a say thick... phoenix well i guess yeah you you say phoenix i've always said phoenix but you know maybe that's my no i think i did i want to say i looked this up for an old video and it's interchangeable yeah i think i think because one was the pronunciation in another latin based language i'm sure talos knows but um from what i understand i think it, it's the same thing um, right yeah because i mean it's it's spelled phoenix but like you but, know i was thinking yeah. if if you've got a unicorn and a banshee then you know it's just one of those yeah. um what do you call that when a word is 
spelled the way that it sounds. I'm sure Talos knows that too. <laughs> Onomatopoeia? That's when a a sound. Yeah. Yeah. That's the or sound. Phonetically. It's a phonetic spelling, spelling yeah. right? There yeah. you go. There you go. Um Phoenix is a Latin variant. Okay. There you go. And you know, uh those Japanese wordsmiths out there, they tend to know everything about every language. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have some fun with it uh yeah. from time to time. Like even in like souls games like the descriptions are usually using language and words in english that i'm not too familiar with like wow that's very well done um okay full mechanics aerial which uh that's cool uh ashley our social media specialist uh was building this during our uh build and chill last saturday and she has some pics up on her tiktok it actually looks pretty cool like um and let me see if i can click no it's just I'll zoom in because this kind of uh, no. uh, again goes to what we were talking about, how there's like different proportions on different uh, ones. And I think this one's actually pretty good. Um, yeah. Because um, it has the slim waist, but it still seems to have like kind of proportionate shoulders to waist. Yeah. A little sturdier waist. looking. Yeah. Um, I think it looks cool, actually. Um, I don't know what it is. Okay. Let's see what else is on here. Full mechanics forbidden Gundam. That seems awesome. Yeah, but it's an interesting choices for the full mechanics line, right? I mean, Ariel makes sense because which from Mercury, but yeah, forbidden Gundam is a, is an oddball choice for me. But because it seems like we might have talked about this before, it seems like the master grade is just for certain lines or certain anime, you know? And then, yeah, like Full Mechanics versus RE101 versus Master Grade. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. And they're pretty inconsistent at that. You know, yeah. it's like you yeah. get you get a Master Grade Alex, but then the Zaku Kai is a yeah. RE100. <laughs> right, and the and then the Camphor. I think the Camphor is a Master Grade, just an older one. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, okay, here's some Master Grade kits. Uh, Johnny Ryden custom. This seems like something people would want to jump on. Yeah. Or did they? Mm. Unless it's because, let's see. Um, oh, it comes out in November 2023. Could be that someone's had their hands on this, but. Yeah. yeah interesting uh, color choice on that one. Because typically when you see that Johnny Ryden Zaku, it has the black breastplate. But this one yeah. is all reds. So. Yeah. I wonder if this is closer to the manga version. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I've not read the manga, so. And then here's his Gelgoog, which that has the black on there. So there you go. And then, you know, we're nearing the end. So um, we might have to finish some of this later. And I guess really the point is people check out the link. Like, that looks cool. Check out the link <laughs> for this in the description because what I want to do on our next show is kind of just our, our top couple favorites that have come out this year. Um, yeah. I I would need to go through this list and see which ones you and I actually have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. And um, yeah, cause there's, oh, man, there's so many cool ones on here. Like perfect grade. Golly. Um, anyway, no, that, that was cool to go through. I, I didn't realize how many kits there were and how much there is to talk about really. So yeah, we'll have to pick a couple for next time, but 
<laughs> anyway, sure. um, no, thanks for everyone. And thanks for the new support that I got today in the super chat. It's really helpful with like not only motivation, but supporting me going forward with this stuff. Yeah. Check links in the description for uh, the supporters. They have links uh, down below. Um, and then yeah, Steven's stuff. Cause yeah, you know, we do the live show on Steven's channel. Um, Steven, anything to add? No, great show. Okay, cool. Well, thanks everybody. Uh, hope you have a good weekend and we will talk later. Cheers.